This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. My talkers, let's hang out with Lori and Julia on this hump day. We've got a couple more hours left to hang out with the one and only Lori and Julia. All right, kitty cats. Uh, first, I'm going to get to the shallow. Julia, we have plenty of time to get to our business. I have to get to this show because I was excited about this show before I left for Paris. In fact, I gave myself some consolation that this Bravo show, Real Girlfriends in Paris, would be a little balm for me because I would be missing Paris, you know, because the, the, there's this new show. I'm well aware. Called Real Girlfriends yes. in Paris. And yes. it's produced by Darren Starr, who gave us Sex in the City. and Isn't he involved in Emily, Emily in, Paris, in Paris? Which we which love. We love, yep. we love, 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 love. And um, so after the disappointing... I, complete crap that was that three hour not the final bachelorette and we'll get to that in a second i thought i would console myself with what was going to be like a half hour show about six twenty something and maybe a couple or 30 something girlfriends expats who live in paris um having fun doing glamorous things the bravo recipe six uh airheads who are verbally challenged. <laughs> One of them lives in are an arrondissement that isn't even in Paris. She takes the train into the city. And there's so little of Paris shown. And it was filmed during winter of in COVID. It is it so looks miserable. dull and it looks, dreary. I couldn't even do it watching. Don't I couldn't bother. even do it watching the previews. I give it a half a star. It was absolutely. I'm so shocked that this ended up on TV on Bravo. <laughs> it seems like a parody of a of lifetime of something of Emily in Paris. It might be funnier if it were if it were that way. But these are like they're trying to. You know, the women all have shiny, flowy hair and. You know, it these, looks so dumb, Lori. It was so bad. I couldn't I mean, even do it from the previous. Par- do not watch this show if you love Paris as a romantic <laughs> city and the best uh, fairy tale and the fashion capital of the world. Because watching people sitting at a desk and going, uh, it's just like it, it, it's. Yeah, it was really, really, really bad. It looked horrible. Yeah, but I mean, it looked good. I didn't at think first, so. Oh, I thought so, because, but they all they showed was the sights. They didn't show... The horrible, boring people. Yes. No, yeah. I know. It looked yeah. terrible. It was really bad. All right, so good. We're saving ourselves saving, time. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to reveal any heart and soul to Paris at all, watching these, these six um, verbally challenged women. Right. Yeah. To describe what it, it just looked terrible. Yeah, like, yeah, it really yeah. was. All right, yeah. good. Yeah, good when to the know. opening, we'll look at, we'll get to save when the opening time. episode is shopping for ingredients and soup, and you're in Paris, you know you're in trouble. Well, French Even, cooking is a big deal, Julia. I know, but nobody <laughs> believes twenty-something-year-olds are cooking. Okay, that are single and living in Paris. The whole dream of Paris but is it's your COVID. Making, I think the timing's off. No, but you're making out with Frenchmen, or at least you're tired. Julia, it did not get uh, if. 
cameras had followed Casey and I for a week, we would have gotten a better show. Oh, that's an idea. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> an idea. Uh, you know what all. I mean? You would have felt the romance. It was so deadly dull, and I am offended on the behalf of Paris. You're hysterical. She's Instagram. <laughs> on behalf of Paris. I am. On behalf of my... Yeah. Yeah. And I'm offended at ABC that they are making us go on and on and on with the Bachelorette. I say to Jesse Palmer, no, the question is not how it ends. The question is, when is this show going to end? It is endless. It ends next week. I can't believe it didn't end last night. Can you believe it? No. (laughs) And Jenna can say, you know, oh, this is going, how it ends. And they dragged it out and they dragged it out. And all you needed to know was watch the last five minutes. And the girl who couldn't stop crying this whole show, I still, I think her name is Rachel. Rachel and Gabby. Yeah, Rachel was pouty and doing the little, you know, fake seal clap. And, She's miserable. And the Rachel, the other, or Gabby, the ghost baby voice ghost whisperer, was grinning and looked like a million bucks. So, so we're Gabby like, ends up with someone and Rachel doesn't. That's what's right, that's right. But they're going to say three more hours I next can't week. believe they are doing this. Because really, seriously. We get screwed out of Bachelor to Perry in Paradise. It's happening still later in the month. Okay, it is good. happening. Later. Okay, good. Well, it thank is God. Because otherwise, I'd have to put ABC on a little hiatus with me. Because, Jesse, no one is asking how it's going to end. We just want to know when it's going to oh, end. Oh, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just kept fast-forwarding. I just thought, well, this is the same misery we watched before the fair. I can't believe it didn't end. <laughs> and this was, you know, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, <laughs> really pretty funny. And then there's rumors about who might be the next Bachelor, and it's a guy from this season. No, there's no. But one it's just a little guy. rumor. It's the one that. Um, Did he, you ever learn one guy's name on this season? Tino. Okay, but you just learned it because you read about his name today. Yeah, I think it's Zach. <laughs> I think it's Zach who was Rachel's. Honestly, we don't know one person's name. They're rumoring that the Zach guy who was Rachel's cast off. Yeah, she had, she was down to three people in Mexico. He was the first one to go. And there's rumors that he's going to be the next Bachelor, and I say, listen, I'm not watching. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, well, I, he's not sexy or hot. You have to give us someone who has a little bit we, of appeal. We need just somebody fresh, not from this tainted double jeopardy season of Bachelorette. And I'm sorry, but Rachel, I think the reason why she looks so miserable, she really wanted to quit this show the very first day of filming, and she really should have done it because. She is I spent like, an entire year on this crap. Well, it's not that long, but it's like going on a trip with a group of women and or friends and everyone is fun. But there's a Debbie Downer or, a, a you know, Bruce Bull Buster or something, you know, where just everything. <laughs> well, I don't know what the guy version of a Debbie Downer is. What do you call him? A Chad. A Chad. A Chad. Chad. Thank you. And that's what Rachel reminds me of. She seems like she did not enjoy and But she was just on the season before too so I'm saying this is a long drown. That's I what totally I was trying to say. She has spent her. so much time. She's not memorable. I wouldn't want to sit in a Vegas banquet uh, thing at a show with her. Oh, she seems so just word. this is <laughs> no not fun. She just seems like one of those people. Howdy Polly's, Chad's, Debbie Downers. She's just been miserable. And 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 Jesse You've had one season, and now I'm just ready. Just I go want, ahead and bring Chris back. I want Chris back. Yep. No one is yep. as good as him. I, why are they torturing us? Especially because um, Jesse is like we are in the acting department. It's really. horrible. He's a bit wooden. 
Sorry. <laughs> He's a bit. He's a bit. All right, we're going to take a <laughs> quick break. And when we come back, um, oh my gosh, are you overemployed or underemployed? We're going to discuss what that even means. I don't know. All right, we'll be right back. Lori and Julia with producer Grant trying to keep this train of random thoughts on the track. We're talk is fun. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all oh, it is. you know who it is. Well, here's something we forgot to do because when our director... Um, for our movie was with us, Vanessa Powers. We forgot to give out her website because she has done some feature films. Mm-hmm. Oxford, films.com. Grant, did you post it on our show page? Honey? Yes, it's there to go. Ready Wonderful. To go. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. So that, that was random. Yeah, that was a that good was random, random thought. Well, people, you know, were probably like, oh, she sounds interesting. I'd like to hire her to make a movie. I I would too. Okay, so we have just a couple other things about the royals. Okay, about like Queen Elizabeth. Just about here's what's going to happen now since she has passed. Mm-hmm. William, I still can't even believe we're saying that she's been uh, she has been consistent in everyone's lives for their whole lives. It, that is it. Yeah, it's just um, bizarre to think about. Prince William, with her passing, just inherited a 685-year-old estate worth a billion. Prince Charles just inherited $28 billion that he doesn't have to pay in the inheritance tax. No wonder the royals and the monarchy have been in charge since the 12th century. No common person could ever catch up. Okay, but here's what happens, okay? The biggest slice of the family's fortune... 19 billion is the crown estate. 28 billion. All right. Well, whatever. This I got last week then. Yeah. This, this is was Steve. from yesterday. From I listened Forbes. to Steve this morning and he loves his numbers. Okay. And he wanted everyone to know that Prince Charles, King Charles, excuse me, his, what he's inheriting is $28 billion estate. And anyone in England who inherits over 330000 $7,000 has to pay 40% inheritance tax. Okay. So people, Ours is pretty close to that yeah, around here. Right, but I'm saying that people are just like, whoa, I mean, he could pay that, not even miss it, and take yeah. everyone in England out of poverty. That's yeah, true. Or whatever. Why didn't his mom? Yeah, exactly. Because she had the same rights, so don't blame it on him. No, no, I won't, but I'm just saying this is how the monarchy stays in charge. Okay, so here's what... <laughs> That's my Here's theory. what... Okay. I mean, because it's too much power. It's so imbalanced. Okay, so, but it is their tourism. It drives their, I mean, it it is something, it will all change probably. Supposedly, you know, Nostradamus is that this this King Charles will abdicate. He predicted that, you know, you know, the the Nostradamus. That that is a prediction that King King Charles will abdicate for William. Oh. Do you believe that? I do. Because he's not liked. I already he's thought already it was part of the plan. When Operation oh. London Bridge came you out, think so? I feel like this was something that was murmured because the country does not love Prince Charles um, like they love William, that he would do a short tenure. I already feel like we tied. Maybe we had two fights with two pen pots. I know. And it's only been not even a week since his mom died. Did we ever see Queen Elizabeth have any kind of a hissy fit in public? No. Not once. He's had two, and they've only involved pens and and dates. I know. He's had two hissy fits, and it's. 
He's cracking up already. <laughs> I mean, she, the whatever Camilla had to fix the date. He did you watch that video? He was so mad that he dated it the thirteenth instead of the twelfth. She had to correct it. It was all on camera. I know. He's, like, he's not I, coming across well. I can't believe his kids haven't said something, but then that <laughs> no. requires talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, not going to get into this now all right, because you already are an expert. Well, no, I'm, I'm just not a, an expert. I mean, but, I'm just like fascinated with the they that, have the what big happens, aspect of all what, of that. What happens is yes, the money has been there. It's been passed down from generation yeah, to generation to generation. And but this. This property, the estates and everything generated a net profit last year of $361 million. And from that, the U.K. Treasury pays, what happens is they pay a sovereign grant, mm. to, which is usually the equivalent of 15% of the estate's profits. In 2017, mm. they bumped that up, yeah. the royalties, the monarch did, because they had a fire at Buckingham, at Westminster or something, and they needed to redo it. Yeah. And the people... Buckingham Palace. People were pissed about paying it. Yeah. But well, income from its investments overall cover the cost to do all their lands and everything, but they do give back money. But, Julia, this is why we said F you to King George and yes, had a Revolutionary War, because they wanted to tax, yeah. you know, all of that. We're just like, uh, no. So you can see that you... The you, sovereign grant is only spent on royal duties. Right. And there must be a lot of nervous uh, chatter well, I'm behind sure. the walls. No, I'm sure there is. Because Charles, uh, first of all, you know, I mean, he's lost his mom. What an amazing thing to have your mom for that many years. But he also had a complicated relationship with her, and he's been waiting to be king for 50 years. I'd be over it by now. I, exactly. Let me and Camilla. now he can't do the things he wanted to do. So, so I, would, I wonder if Nostradamus is correct. And he Who will, is Nostradamus? You know, the... He's like a guy he's that's a like, predictor. Yeah, he can predict. Okay, he has predictor. predicted things Julia, for a long time. No, I know, I know that, but I'm just is. like predicting this. And this was kind of said when the first leak of Operation London Bridge was the plan. Once the Queen passes, that it goes into play. A, that it's a, a, a short amount term. of time, so he doesn't make. Prince William wait till he's 92 to take over because these guys live forever. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
And also the fact that... He's more well-liked. No, but Charles will have to give up all the things that he likes to do. His organic... You know, he, he... He's He's had to have any of these duties. He hasn't. And now he has to be dutiful like his mom. And he's not going to like it. He can't handle signing his name in front of cameras. He's absolutely going to go bonkers. I think think there's a list of everything that people do for him. He hasn't had to wipe his butt, basically. I mean... I mean, I hate to say anything bad, but... But but he doesn't... He's still been able to do what he wants with Camilla. Right. He doesn't have... He's not had... He's taken on some things. I can see why Prince Williams is pissed at Harry for leaving him, because they know Daddy-O doesn't do much. And now you've left it all to me. Yeah. So I can see why Kate and William are were mad. Right, when, but you can see why Harry is mad. I can mad see both sides. Of but, course, I'm not saying I can't, Lori, but you can see the sense of duty that Prince William has. Yes. It's overwhelming. Yes. But, so you know. I, the word ended there, right there. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on to something fabulous and fun. I don't believe you. The Dolly Parton Advent <laughs> Calendar. See, I don't believe you. It's ah. out. You don't believe that that's out? I do, but I don't want to talk about advent calendars in September for sure. They sell out right away, so oh, I do? want to get yes. yes. Okay. Yes. They sell out right okay, away. They're at Williams Sonoma, so if people like my friend Shannon right. loves an advent calendar, okay. and if you love Dottie, it has different candy every Did day. Did you ever make the banana cake, the lady? I from haven't Mankato? had time. All right, Lori. fine, good. Maybe give it to me, and I'll make it. And I'll bring it in, and then I'll make it. Perfect. That's what we'll do. Well, that was a fun random thoughts hijacked by you. Well, Julia, you know, you got to always remember the Revolutionary War when you're speaking about America (laughs) and the Great Britain, okay? The UK. Do not forget. I'm so sorry. There is a reason we are the United States of America. It's true. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're playing a little suburb song there. Yes, we are. And waiting for Chan Chandler to wake up. If you're napping or having some sexy time right now. There you go. All right, so we have um, the tickets. I think we've been telling everybody they go on sale tomorrow morning at Mm -hmm. 8 a.m. Go to our website, and it's keyword project. And this year's Project Down and Dirty is brought to you by David Lodzinski and First Equity Mortgage. Thank you, David. Totally thank him for that. And we're raising money for four great uh, charities. great charities. Um, Alexander House, which is our charity, Mm -hmm. um, One Heartland, Face to Face, and the Twin Cities Film Festival. So that's very cool. And the tickets will go fast. Oh, I know We know this. I mean, it's true. So there's the reserve VIP limited amount, and then there's general admission, which is $40, which... Uh, we'll get you into the second or third screening of these four short films that you'll be attending the premiere, complete with a red carpet. I think, and it's all going to be at the show. Oh, do you think there'll be press there, Julia? Oh, will there be Lori and Julia from Minnesota asking to talk to everybody? I, there should be. I wish we could somebody, be. I know. I, I want to do the that press. That would be funny if you guys were I the press want for to our own these films. people to talk to us. <laughs> yes. Steve, Steve, now that you're on with Wanda Sykes, right, right. now that you're a major right. TV star, uh, except you, that we're in Minnesota our own film, so we can't work both sides of the rope. We have I'm to willing to try. Are you? I'm willing to try. I love yeah. that attitude. Yeah. yeah. Willing to try, but we haven't even talked about that. You know, um, that Steve was with Wanda Sykes filming for two yeah. fall yeah, for, weeks. And what show is this? Uh, it's, it's like America's Ring, Got Talent, but with, it's called Ring Nation. Ring Nation, but that's with right. the doorbell. Yes, yep. so but like there's also 
They're going to mix in ring uh, videos with some social media videos. It's not specifically ring centric. I thought it was going to be more home. Like, yeah, it's like America's home, home video. videos. Yes. But the reason being the ring centric is because it's an Amazon show Got and it. Amazon owns Who's ring. ring. Oh, so I it's a little see. cross promotion there. Yeah. So ring nation with ring cameras being the main idea cool. behind I, it. It, but, it yeah. sounds like fun. He's, I talked to him. Uh, I saw him today and I said, that is so exciting. And then I started quizzing him about his time in Burbank and I said, well, have you been to the smokehouse yet? Love. And he said, no, I don't know about the smokehouse, oh, we but we're place. on uh, strict quarantine and, you know, getting tested and, oh, and you know, they're oh, doing all that. He all said, right. but I'm going out there again. And at the end I said, you have to go. George Clooney named his production company after the smokehouse restaurant. It's a supper club that sits outside of the gates, the main gates of the Warner Brother lot. Yes. In downtown Burbank. And it's so classic. It looks like a Mancini's meets yes. a Wisconsin supper club. And yes. the active active hours are there from are like from three to eight. Yes. It's the busy time. There's so a piano member who met the director yes. there. So anytime you're ever in Burbank. You have to go to the smokehouse because it has been there like since the 40s. And I want to say in La La Land that Ryan Gosling has a scene. Yes, he does in play the, the piano. Play yes, the he piano. does. And it is so sexy and so just, iconic. Cool. I love those old school places. Yes. Mm-hmm. And remember, we hadn't heard about it, but then we did a broadcast in right? Burbank a couple years ago. And people in a row. told us. And we're, we're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, Clooney. So you'll see people there. And the very first time we went, there was like some guy gave us his card, name dropping like a lot of LA yes, people do. Yes. But he, his card did say producer, director, and he did seem old enough. We sure met a lot of old people. Oh, Lori. It was at the hours that we're going <laughs> to the pool lounge. No, but like seriously. But seriously, it, those are the, the hours to go. Yeah. And also, L.A. closes down early. We learned yeah. that. We learned that the hard way when we ended up at a strip club at 2 in the morning on a Sunday night. Really, it was midnight. It was even earlier than that. It really was. It was on a nothing. Sunday night. It's closed. That town is done at 10. You gotta it know is. somebody. You, you gotta, gotta go know party. somebody. It's like Naples, Florida. <laughs> Everything closes at 9 o'clock when, the, when everybody's done with dinner. It must close. It probably closes. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like sometimes with the COVID, like, are, are people, like, people have become more hermit-like. Or more stay at home. Yeah, good. Oh, I'm, you know, yeah. aren't you sick I of it? Like David FEMA opened, he opened FEMA's yeah. and he just said, I know the workers aren't back, but if I, maybe if I open, people will come. And, it, and it's like. Same with Manny's, they just reopened. Yeah, this it's week. been a big conversation with people like our age versus people just starting out in their careers. And everybody says, you know, this flexible schedule, people our age are absolutely loving because suddenly, I mean, I can't imagine to have that flexibility. Yeah. Would have been great. Yeah. Would have been great, but for the... I don't know that we would have gotten as far in our careers if we were sitting at home getting um, bad desks back. And what people are saying is that for the younger generation who are just starting out, they're missing out on so much of this collaboration and this FaceTime and what happens in an office space and and just ideas that aren't generated through Zoom or email. It's just dropping by someone's office and just having those different connections that we all got to have. Yeah. And no question was a dumb question because you would go, you know what I mean? It's well, just a whole different way of interacting with people versus sitting in your bedroom. Yes, exactly. Because knowing, having connections... And being a part of your community, getting out, getting out and being able to play off of that. If you are looking to do something, it you don't have that. So like at Carlson Companies, we met 
so many different people, different departments, different right. divisions. That you would never meet if you were on a... Well, I mean, I yep. jumped from hospitality, the hotel side, to the travel side. And had, I never would have done that if I'd been like just being like some kind of... Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody at home working on stuff. I would have never had. It opens doors. It does. It does. So in I, your mind. Yeah, I think so too. So I, I hope because the New York Times is saying they expect people to come back in three days a week and they're all blocking. Oh my goodness! Yeah, or something. Go to work. Yeah, I think so. Go to work. I think so. Well, people are getting um, the stay at home back. Why the the young people? Because people have bad chairs at home. Oh, the stay at home back. I thought you meant they're getting... well, they're sitting on their couch working. Right. They're oh. not. They're not necessarily and sitting at desks. Thirty percent of Gen Z or millennials are having early back and neck problems because of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And one of the things is when you are in an office environment, ergo, ergonomically, you know, most companies have to, you know, set you up with, you know, right. with everything you know and you have a good area a lot of people are not going to make that investment at home right you know of that i'm talking about when you're in 20s and 30s that's why i think i hated that real housewives of or the real girlfriends of paris there was it was so boring to watch these very um verbally challenged vapid women uh, the, the only one I liked was the oldest one who was sort of like not even the Samantha, but she was the snootiest and the Frenchiest because she's lived there for 10 years. But it was just like there's nothing going on. They're all either working at home or just working at a at a desk. I know. Yeah. Or, or not working. At, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's not interesting. It isn't interesting. All right. So I want to. We so want to. No Chan. We never we're going to give it a shout out because okay, the suburbs are going to be performing a show this Friday night in St. Michael at the Summerfield Amphitheater. I no, love how you say that word. Summerf- it's an amplified theater that's outside. Thus, it's an amphitheater. Yeah. I've just added. It's I've a added, new, I get it. Because an amphitheater is an amplified sound. So it thereby is. calling it an amphitheater is actually makes sense. I'm telling you, yeah. I love my words. I do too. I, I want you to words. write that one down. I, the amplitheaters will now be recalled as that. Because it that's why we like going to an outside show, is that amplification of the sound yes. that you only get at an amphitheater, you know, I like the amphitheater. Thank you, Lori. And the other word that we came up with, I think it was... And um, where is this amphitheater? Okay, it's in St. Michael's. St. Michael, okay, And their you. special guest is Five Cent Realty, and it's um, Kick and Terry from Run, Rusty Run. Oh, great. So it should be... And general tickets are 35 bucks. Oh, I this would go to this in a second, except Friday night. I got to work at... I don't get up till 6. I know. Shoot, Ski. I wish that was a Saturday night show. Well, it's this Friday night. I did tweet out the original Suburbs Love is the Law uh, video that they made in 1983 for the Credit in Heaven double album that they put out. It's also posted for you. Thank yes, you, thank, you, thank you, because that so is... So fun, but it's do you see the Love is the Law, and you can tell these guys came up with it on its own. It's vintage 80s. It got played on... MTV, film Lake Minnetonka. Chan was everything. Oh, Chan was just everything. The whole band is everything. The whole band is everything. Yeah. Yeah. All those songs still hold up on that album. Mm -hmm. Well, look at Love is Love. It's held up very nicely, all those opening sounds. All those opening sounds. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, Laura. The horns. The horns, the Mm -hmm. horns. I do want to hear from uh, Serena Williams. She. She uh, sat down. She's in New York for fashion. I know she is. And she is making the rounds. Grant posted earlier she was wearing a silver dress and a cape. I mean, I love these capes. Oh. I kind of love 
the cape. That was yesterday, right? The yeah, I post- think so. Yes, yes, I yes, think so. Yep. And I did not see anyone wearing a cape, but that is because Paris wasn't cape weather. It was hot. Right. So I saw crops and, you know, everything else. And then it got um, cool, not 75. So that's not cape weather. It isn't. And then uh, rain on Saturday. So then, you know, raincoats, stylish raincoats. Sure. So I didn't get a chance, but I'm sure... The cape scene was going to be hot. I'm sure it was. Uh huh. And are we talking like Superman, where it just ties around your neck with a drawstring, or more with pockets? Well, you can have all kinds. I mean, we saw Julianne Moore wear with the string that bedazzled mm-hmm. thing at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, Serena's was more of a superhero cape. Yeah. And then she wore a superhero cape when she went out in the U.S. Open too. Yeah. She well, here's just something that she. She sat down with, um, I forget who it is at GMA, but um, I think this is kind of a funny little slam um, uh, I, I like from Serena Williams. You did such a great job, though, keeping composed, remembering to thank all of the special people. Uh, We all were so touched. Your shout out to your sister was just awesome. And then I just have to say, she sort of threw it out there that she might drag you back into doubles. (laughs) She's like, she's not done yet. This is just me. I know. know? She made that very clear. She's she's trying to get you not to be done. Yeah, she's trying to get me. And I'm like, no, listen, I, um, yeah, I... I mean, you never know. I always say, I've just been saying that, you know, I think Tom Brady started a really cool trend. Lara is such a tennis fan, and she's huge. They're, they're tennis really fan. cute together. Yeah. They're talking about her f- fashion line and stuff, but yeah, I just thought I want more Serena out there on because we don't really, we don't realize like how good she is from all her years of pressers. They do a lot of press on the tennis circuit, isn't that true? Don't but you they? have to do you do it before and after. So think about how good she'd be like if she was actually like working for ABC or NBC or had her own show. I mean, she would be, I think, a very amazing analyst, yeah. analyst, and all of that. She's very, you know, she really. Yeah, and I just want to say something about all the crap that Chrissy ever got during the U.S. Open from people. Did she get a lot of crap? She did. She's telling the truth. She she knows the game. She knows it inside and out. She doesn't. They didn't like it that she's being critical. Well, yeah, or, that or she pointing just out says the pointing obvious. out the obvious. Serena's feet don't move as fast as yeah. they used to. Yeah, pick up the feet. Yeah, it's a basic one-on-one tennis thing. You're cr- it, it made me so mad. Julia, uh, my girlfriend Kim used to yell at it to me. Pick, pick up your feet when we feet. play doubles because I just stand there. And I go, <laughs> I thought you were gonna do it. And she go, pick up your feet. No, pick up the feet. Oh, that's pick up so the ball. funny. I could just see you out there. Oh, oh I just let go by. Grant, Roy and I went famously jogging in Dallas once. We have to go. We have to go. Don't tell him the story. No, it's so we're so over time. We have to Hollywood speak. We'll be right back. So, Julia, I was guffawing this morning looking at page six and TMZ and about Leonardo DiCaprio is oh, now pursuing please. Gigi and they've been hanging out. Why are, are they his... protesting so hard? Yes, it's the attempts at damage control at, are coming across is so obvious and so desperate. And the thing is, unless Yolanda lied about Gigi's age to get her to be able to do older adult modeling, and she's really 22. (laughs) None of this makes sense because Leo doesn't date anyone over 25, and he certainly doesn't date women who've had a baby. 
I don't get what this is. I think it's they're so just, desperate. It's all made and it's up. all coming from Leo's camp. There was one that said exclusive pictures of them hanging out. They're in a VIP area. It's very loud, and there was quite a few other people, and they're just leaning across to hear each other. Wow. <laughs> and you can bet that Mama Bear Yolanda is would not be for her daughter dating. Maybe she'd say, okay, go ahead, and, you know, that's fine. It'll get your name out there again. I mean, maybe get away, but you know, she didn't like Zayn Malik. She's right. not going to like Leonardo DiCaprio for her daughter. Right. So but it's they just, just keep saying, "Oh, they looked romantic." Oh, I they were they were talking. They yeah. looked like they were tight together. It's oh, silly. he's pursuing it. They're hanging out. They're taking it slowly. I'm like, this is the most obvious made up um, thing we've ever seen, and I can't believe he's worried about his image. Yeah, it's kind of funny to me that he's worried about it. And I think, well, is this his people pushing back? And I thought, no, not for going on two weeks. Now we know. He wants this out there. Right. Which is interesting to that me. That is, that it didn't seem like he cared. He, Yeah, but now he does because now he's like 48. Yeah. But he wow. should take a page out of Madonna's book and Don't just care. not give a... Don't give a rat. What, yeah. Okay, here, so Janelle, 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 Giselle, yeah, just, Luncheon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Could have been Janelle Monet. We were going that direction. Giselle. But Giselle, <laughs> yeah. she literally, I think she keeps leaking. Because oh, this, for sure. Yeah, this well, keeps, this is all from this Elle magazine, right. this profile of her. She goes very in-depth. That she has made a career choice. She had to stop her career. She has followed her husband. She is staying home for the kids. Here's what happened. When he retired, he told her, I'll be home. I'm going to be home. You go and do some of your dreams that you've wanted to do, that you've put on hold to be with the kids. Because remember his other son that he had with Bridget Moynihan. Yes, who was, was Yeah, who was, you know, the relationships overlapped between mm. Bridget and Giselle. So she's already had to be gracious in a big way yep. once. And he said, um, after six weeks of being home with her and the kids, uh, me no likey, I'm going to unretire. I don't care that you're worried about my old, older, younger brain uh, down the road when I'm 60. I'm going back. And she was just like, how furious would you be? Beyond. Beyond. Every woman. I Beyond. I, I was on Go Fug Yourself, that website, the fashion girl. Looking at the, the Emmy. Yeah. Emmy looks. They had a, a story and they just talked back and forth about it, about how there are so many women that are talking about the Giselle and Tom story just in the sense that like a 15-year marriage or 12-year marriage, whatever it is, and one partner is done more of the sacrificing, keeping the home front going while the other person gets to go out and be a star, and then you have an agreement. That it's my turn, or at least you're going to participate so I don't have to do it all. Yeah, and the kids are getting older. And the kids need you. And Yeah, and they're 9 and 12, and then that person... So every... Every person can relate to that relationship. 100%. Um, quandary and yep. how furious you would be. And then the idea that also, wow, you really you really don't want to hang out with us. Yeah, that he went back right away. Yeah. Six and Grant, weeks. you know, and made been... a fool of himself. He looked like a fool. Yeah. He looked like a fool. He didn't even care. This yeah. is how much he wants to get away from his wife and kids. He really doesn't want to be home. No, not at all. No, not at all. 
So it is fascinating. So it's all from this profile. She was so just, open. It's it blows you away, kind of. But that means she's so done to me. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't say these things about the person you love. Yeah, unless and, you're really willing. Unless you think it's the only way to get at his ego. Well, she is true. Good call, Julia. She knows this is it for his last season. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know that she's let him know if she's going to stay with him or not because I seriously she I think are, she's worried about him having concussions and brain damage. You know, and those that he's not going to be that much fun when they're sixty, right? But <laughs> I also think with a man of that type of ego, yeah, a way to get him to listen would to be go after his ego. Okay, and now he's being seen as a lesser man because he doesn't want to spend money with time with his family. Boom, that's true. Julia. Like that. Thank that's you. That's true because. I'm not getting you in our personal talks at home. You're not listening to my threats. Yeah. You're not listening to anything I say. But I still love you, and I still am willing to do it. And Elle Magazine wants to make me be the September right. cover girl. And, and I'm a- going to talk about you mm-hmm. because you I'm wouldn't. I'm going to answer the questions about our marriage because you know that. Ooh, reporter ooh, would have ooh, asked ooh. that. How did you feel when your husband unretired? 100%. And how do you, and as a parent, you don't ever want to say anything disparaging about your chil- your significant right. other, the father of your children, in public. So for her to do that... And she doesn't say it in a disparaging way. She mm-hmm. just says... If this is Tom's joy yep. to follow, she's very she's diplomatic, very, but, very, she's but also... She's got the knife clear. in there. Yep. Crystal clear. 100%. Every woman, uh, you're just like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's very relatable. Very. As far as women who have sacrificed or men who have sacrificed. Yes. Whoever whoever is the star, the the power. And a lot of times they say for people in big, big, high power jobs, you do need someone to be at home because you don't have time for all the dilly dallies. That's why people with money have uh, nannies. Yes. Or personal assistants. But I mean, having a nanny for your kids, like if both parents are working and you have to, you know, people pay big money for their nannies if they have that kind of a job because they're like, well, we both we like this money, we like this lifestyle. Right. We're really not that attached to being at home with our kids because not everybody wants to be at home all day right. with kids. You know, you get that. But she had the flexibility with her modeling career. But I think his football life takes up nine months of their life. Of course it does. And yeah. she barely gets him for those three other, you know, four yeah. months or three months, whatever the math is. Isn't that nutty? Yeah, I know it. I know. And then you know he's gonna be a football announcer. Yeah, in which he got $385 million so, to do. So he travel a lot for that? Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that oh yeah, that's going to be as much, if not more, travel because you, yeah, it'll be equal. But at least he's not getting hit on the head. Yes, That yes. is probably... And it'll be just a but couple it, days it, a week versus kind, a whole week. You kind of look at the loved one, how much is enough for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's challenging his thing. ego, like you said. She really is. Mm-hmm. All right, because he always wanted to be seen as the great dad, the great partner, right. the great this, the great that. Could do no wrong. Yes, but All he's right. doing wrong for sure. Oh my oh. gosh, we've solved so much this hour. Yeah, really. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. This is